0: Welcome to the thirty-fifth edition of Make Pro Wrestling Majestic again in a special episode because it's year-end awards. Yay! So I will be doing mine, which will be the best of year-end awards. And, and I'm Peanut Gallery. Yes, and Peanut Gallery will be doing his.
1: I'm doing mine. Is going to be the worst of the year awards. But we, that's we said, next that's next week, though. Stay right. tuned for vintage memes
0: for next week because this week we're talking about the best. Yay! Yay! Um obviously wrestling was pretty much opened up this year. It was oh,
1: Would you can Would you say it was we, easier we, or harder? We loved, we lost, we had some great moments, we had some unsa- we had some untenable moments. And we also we had, laughed, we cried. We cried laughing. We laughed cried. We, we were so disappointed. We were disappointed. We were shocked. All right, and yeah, that's 2021. So, so let's let's start with some awards. What are we doing the, first? We're gonna do the best heel. So
0: obviously, I, I don't think I really have to say what consummate is the best heal. Like true who? heel heat. Right. Like who who did heal the best? MJF healed the best. It was obvious. Uh I, yeah, I mean. There are there are people who get hate, but people legitimately do not like MJF. His I,
1: parents don't. His parents got in on the
0: act, right? Too. His parents got in on the act, and it just like if your parents even hate you, come on, like you right. have to be the best, or child.
1: or at least you know they they have legitimate like following because of the heat that they give right. towards you. You know that that's great. Now. I was going to
0: say Eva Marie. She was definitely there because... She
1: wasn't the best of anything.
0: She was the best healed. People legitimately hated her.
1: and she, Well, yeah, they hated her because she, and of... She,
0: and she gloated and did all of this well, stuff. Well, they but, hated... MJF, MJF like, attacks people on social but, media. But, and, and,
1: right, but MJF is also good. He can right. also back it up. Right. Eva Marie can't back up a car. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go into the best baby
0: face. This is a person that inspires, that truly like is like that the people's champion. Right. Is when I think of it. Like somebody that people can grasp onto, like your Dusty Rhodes. And to be honest with you, Trevor Murdoch fit that. For me. I think him putting his career on the line, that moment after where the whole world was talking about it, and the fact that they took Trevor Murdoch. And he had this character. His character work was just so spot on Mm. to where he is now looked at as a main
1: event. I I probably would have chosen someone like Christian Cage, but that's just me. Okay. Yeah, I did Trevor Murdoch for my choice on this one. I
0: I feel like Christian Cage is more so of like an anti-hero instead. He's He's not like that. You know, babyface white meat kind of guy. Like, yeah, your everyday, yep, yep, your everyday meat and potatoes. Right.
1: That's, this is
0: that's Trevor Murdoch. That's literally for me. Trevor Murdoch. People, people can look at Trevor Murdoch and say, you know, I, I'm that. What person. an inspiration
1: for our time.
0: Exactly. Now, the best gimmick. It's a gimmick that's not as well known, but it's it is getting really popular, and they haven't even done anything. And that's control your narrative. Oh God, yes. I think if you want to talk about gimmick. You took EC3, Killer Cross, Titan, or Adam Share now, and they haven't even been within like a wrestling organization outside of Ring of Honor, and they haven't done anything as a collective, and people still talk about that. Yeah, and I think that Riot really gave it to me as a part of the best gimmick. Mm-hmm. I was originally going to say Roman Reigns, right. but I think control your narrative because they even haven't done anything, and they're talking about talked as they about, are. Right. I think that kind of puts them over the top for me. Okay. So their next one is the best producer. Uh, Dean Malenko is the head. He is the senior producer for all of AEW. Okay. So it was
1: obvious that he is the best in this position. Okay. For obvious reasons. Right. All right. Perfect. I don't think I would have chosen anyone better. Right. The best promoter. Come on. It has to be Tony Khan. The ironic thing is the worst promoter is the other Khan. Right.
0: Um, so what I what I really liked, so number one, uh, I found this picture. I'm like, man, he looks like if um, Ben Shapiro and Ty Lopez had like a love child. And that's basically what Tony <laughs> Khan looks like. That's pretty much
1: what it is. It's kind of weird. Kind of like how Von Wagner is when the great Colleen and Edge have a love child. Right. It's just weird.
0: But, you know, with Tony Khan, it's structured. It's well paced. Um, I think with the whole Fox thing, I think he got a little carried away with it. Mm-hmm. It's like that's an opinion piece. I don't. think right. It's not supposed to be taken seriously. Right. It's a showcase your writing talent. Right. So I feel like that one was a little bad. I didn't like that. Uh, the best or worst writers, uh, I have to go with this. The writing styles of AEW in general. Oh yeah.
1: Um, they definitely have the strongest
0: writing staff. Now, it's it's been structured I think like three or four times yep. differently um, throughout the history of the company, but I think they have a good balance of showcasing people right, yep. but also having them giving them the energy and the fluidity to really put themselves into right. a good position. And Either you make it or you break it, and I think that's kind of what needs to happen. Right. You need to be thrown into the deep end, and I think that's what they do. <clears throat> okay. The best wrestling maneuver, and be like oh, one winged angel. I don't know. For me, it was I... um, it was it was um, last of the dragon, Shingo Takagi's uh, finisher.
1: I was I was gonna say yeah, somewhere from New Japan. That was yeah.
0: Nobody. I think there's only been one person that has kicked out of way of the dragon, and it just. It looks cool. It's a yeah. cool finishing maneuver. High impact,
1: it High looks impact. like
0: it would hurt. Right, exactly. <laughs> that sort of and thing. And yeah, you know, one winged angel is one thing, but Omega's pinned people without the one winged angel right. as well. And you know
1: And Kenny Omega was weak this year just because of all the injuries and stuff. He was strong at the beginning, but as the year went on, he got weaker and weaker. Shingo has been on the upswing. Right. Let's put it that way. Right. He really came into his own. He started he started as the never openweight
0: champion and now he is the current world heavyweight champion. Right. So best and Worst announcer I didn't do just the announcer. I did the announcing team. Okay. And I'm going with NWA's announcing team. Yeah, I think
1: you talked about that not too long ago. Yep. Where Uh, you talked about how excellent their style is.
0: Joe Galli, Kyle Duran, who is the um, announcer and the interviewer on the other side. Right. So that's him. Tim Storm and Velvet Sky. Everybody within this commentary team is instrumental yes. to it. I think there's a good—
1: There's a good—this is how you do a three-person team write. right.
0: Um, I think the addition of Tim Storm was great. He, yep. he, he gives it a very interesting insight into it. I mean, Velvet Sky is great too, and Joe Gally, He he retweets mm-hmm. our stuff all the time. But I think that they just need that credit because there's passion and there's right. energy there. And they really feed off of each other well. And when I think of a good announcing team, this is a good announcing right. team. Right. Gets, it, it gets you involved. <clears throat> and they talk, they explain to you about the rivalry so you don't have to watch it every week. But right. they get you interested to see what happens next. Right, exactly. And that's what it's supposed to do. Yep. So I'm very happy with my
1: choice. I agree with that.
0: Uh, the best flyer for me, it has to be um, Iho Del Vakingo.
1: Oh, God, yes. He is
0: so fluid yep. in his motion. He has saved himself and has, like, really come back. He's like, oh, I'm just going to do a 450 corkscrew blah 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 Right. And I just think his whole style is this way. Right. And I th- I just think he is the best representation for what Lucha What's Libre is, yeah. and even into the American scene, because he's only, like, yep. 26. Yeah. He's really young. I agree. So that's kind of why like. I chose him. Now there were two choices for the best brawler of the year, but I have to go with Eddie Kingston.
1: Oh the, God, yes. The other
0: person was John Moxley. Yep. Um, but I think Moxley's style, because he was kind of churning heel. Yeah. Um, he started to slow down a little bit. Where Eddie Kingston is just Eddie Kingston in the ring. Right. Um. And that's why I chose him for being the best brawler. Yeah, but I I
1: kind of yeah, he's that's kind of the definition I have of brawler right Right. there. (laughs) Um, the best
0: technical wrestler. This one was hard for me. There were a lot of Ring of Honor guys that really stepped up, but I have to give it to Brian Danielson for the best technical wrestler.
1: Well, yeah, that's like literally he literally is a technical wrestler. Right. But you know, (laughs) but you know, you have your
0: what? Oh, I thought something was burning. You have, you know, your Jonathan Greshams and your – do you smell that?
1: I do. Might be the light.
0: Maybe. Anyway, um, it's just more of like that um, unbridled
1: – Right.
0: It's, it's really hard to explain. It's been – every match that he has been in with AEW just crushes every single time. Right. And he's aggressive, especially now that he's a heel. And I think that's his good technical wrestling. And he's also very cocky. He knows what he's doing in there. Right. So that was good. Um, and this guy, most charismatic, Seth Rollins. Like, oh, God, yes. Um, the suits to his mannerisms to how he carries himself. He feels and acts and looks like that charismatic just okay. megastar. He's just great. I love oh, Seth yeah. Rollins. I think this was the right spot for him. The most improved. This came out of left field for me, but she has just done so great. It has to be Mandy Rose. Oh, yeah. Her matches have been really good. Mm -hmm. The attitude change was so needed. She brought up Toxic Attraction to a great level. And they have all the women's gold in NXT. NXT. So I think she's a great representation and definitely the most improved wrestler this year, in my opinion. Uh, the best major draw, it was between Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and the winner. It has to be CM Punk. Oh, yeah. Uh, the ratings do not lie. I think when CM Punk is on camera, what people say about him, right. when people get into a rivalry with him, it's instant credibility. If, right. if Lesnar would do the same thing, it would be Lesnar. But I think right. with Punk working with like your Darby Allens, MJFs, and Daniel Garcias, you see that elevation there. And people want to see L C C and Punk. Right. And I think, like I said, the numbers just don't lie. Best weekly TV show. It has to be Dynamite.
1: Yep. Just, <laughs> just, just some of the best, some of the best in,
0: some of the best moments, the best matches, the best everything pretty much happened on Dynamite. Yeah. And for me, that's just kind of what it epitomizes to be a really good weekly television show. Mm-hmm. The best interviewer and on interview. So this is not promo cutting. These are interviews, right? Uh, Mark Henry was a close second for me, but I think the Caleb Braxton Paul Heyman just duo, right, is the best. It is they're very comfortable with each other. I like the I like the chemistry that they yep. really bring together, and it's something that I always enjoy. And it's something that I go I go out of my way to watch to watch. It, it's just something that I really enjoy, and I think the numbers on like. YouTube and everywhere else and people's memes and everything really kind of put that into perspective as well. Right. All right. So our next person, he is not only the rising star for me, but he is also the rookie of the year. Right. brawn Breaker. Oh, yeah. Um. You know, at first, there was definitely something there. But, man, he has improved leaps and bounds. Oh, yeah. Even, even with the brief time that he was in NXT. Yeah. Improved. Leaps and bounds from everything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, And I was going to... A lot of people were going to say hook as it relates to the best rookie or the rising star, he's only had one match. Yeah, there
1: isn't really a lot we can go off. Right.
0: So Breaker, and also Breaker has not wrestled with any other company but WWE. Right. So that was that's what gives me... He, he is a poster boy for NXT 2.0. Right, and I definitely think that he is the right person for yep. the job. I think he's going to be there. Oh, yeah. The most outstanding, it has to be Bianca Belair. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She was... Stellar From the first African-American to win the Royal Rumble and the woman R- Royal Rumble winner to that amazing match at WrestleMania mm-hmm. with Sasha Banks. Her reign, every single match that she had was pretty much a gold standard yeah. as it comes to that. And if this was a year earlier, she would have been my rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. But she's not really a rookie. She's been on here for a while. Yeah. And she's just improved. She's done nothing but improved. And her stuff is just outstanding. And, it, you know, it's hard to follow the SmackDown Women's Champion reign of Bayley. Right. Bayley was that person during the right. 2020 era. And Bianca Belair had a big shoes to fill when it came to that. Yeah. Because everybody knew that she was going to win this belt. Right. And absolutely. She had to knock it out of the park, and she has. It slowed down arguably mm-hmm. in Raw because now she's facing Dewdrop and we'll be talking quite a bit about Dewdrop <laughs> next week. Yep. <laughs> um, but I just think outstanding. Yeah. Every, every single Bianca Blair match has just been good to absolutely stellar. Right. Even, even her matches with Dewdrop on Raw were really good. Yeah. They were super good matches. Yeah. So I'm very happy with that. Uh, this is the best major event. This is the best pay-per-view and that is all out. Yep. Um, from the surprises... For Adam Cole and Bay-bay. Brian Danielson mm-hmm. to the main event to every single match in between. The steel cage match between the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks for the titles were here. And I think Britt Baker won the title at this pay-per-view, if I'm not mistaken. She, was, she wrestled at it for yeah. the women's belt. But um, everything about this show was great. You had the um, Miro-Eddie Kingston match. You had the MJ, MJF and Darby Allen face off at full gear. Yeah. I think it was CM Punk and Darby Allen was at this one. like you just can't beat any of these right. But also we had you know, there were some stinkers, but I think the stinkers do not um, they don't detract from what this show did right And I think that's why I chose it because okay. it was just really good. All right we're getting close here because now we're starting to get to the best tag team of the year. It's FTR. For me, okay, I think, interesting choice. Um, I think just generally, in every company that they have been in, uh, no matter where they are, people are like. They're still matches. putting.
1: They're still putting on great matches. They've been classics. It, I probably it was, it was, have it was done the little. Lucha Brothers myself. It was. But. Beti- it was
0: between those two teams for me, but I think, um, they were kind of in a slump at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year, but they had great moments with the Pinnacle. Yep. They had the moments. Even in within A yeah. and winning the A World Tag Team Champions, nobody saw that coming. Yeah. And they've just been doing stellar everywhere. I mean, they attacked the Briscoes at Final Battle, and people are yeah. like, big dream match right here. And that's really why I chose them. Okay. Anywhere they go, they, they, every tag team match that they're in, it's yeah. going to be magic. Absolutely. So that's why I chose them. The best moment, it cannot
1: be anything other than CM Punk's AEW debut. Yeah, it's absolutely. The it was first- whole hotly anticipated And, man, what a moment that was. Two million views for it. Um, The first time that he's been in a professional wrestling
0: ring for seven years. Yeah. Like, people wanted this. In Chicago, people lost their minds. It's a moment that will live within 2021. And that's what really epitomizes 2021. Right. Is CM Punk's debut. Best promotional tactic. I think... Roman Reigns just in general was the best. Yeah. From the new theme song to the matches that he had to his character work. It's been nothing but just amazing stuff all the way through. Okay. And that's why I chose him. Because I just think the presentation Mm -hmm. and how they're promoting him him being in movies, and I don't know how long he's going to be around. Right. And if this is going to be the last, maybe even full year of Roman Reigns on television, um, it was just a great year yeah, for him. It was. This was a Roman Reigns we should have had. You know what? I'll be honest with you. As I was thinking about it, I think this heel Roman Reigns came at the right time. Yeah. I feel like if it was any earlier, he didn't have the experience. Right. And this this is what we got. It yeah. T- it took him a while, but yep. he got there, and that's why I chose him as the best promotional tactic, just pushing Reigns to the moon. And the matches that he's had, his character work is on off the charts, can't beat it. Mm-hmm. Best promotion, I don't really have to explain it. It's AEW.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just
0: The best moments, some of the best matches, some of the well-structured stuff and everything was this. Now we're getting to the four big ones. We're going to go with match of the year. There have been awesome matches this year. Oh, absolutely. Some of the greatest matches I have ever seen. But this one kind of went under the radar. Not necessarily a bad thing, but at the same time, I think just what happened and what it meant for this company and this brand... Epitomize this, and that was Walter versus Ilja Dragunov for the NXT or the NXT UK Championship at Takeover 36. Okay, yeah. Um, The tap out win, just the, the underdog brawl that they had, yeah. and everything was snug, everything looked great. Yeah. They had that awesome match in 2020, and people were like, they're having a rematch. How are you going to beat it? I think they
1: beat it in leaps and bounds. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and this is one of the highest rated matches in WWE history. Mm-hmm. They they don't put on matches of this caliber, but here you have it. Right. And it it put it put Ilja Dragunov as well on a
0: totally different level. Yeah. I mean, this guy is just so good. Yeah. Um I think he just got married like yesterday, so he's not going to be on TV for a while, but he's had matches back in the UK and right. they've just been awesome. This guy is just great and for anybody to beat Walter for that belt was a huge deal. Right. And they just knocked it out of the park. I loved this match. It was a match that even Jim Cornette, who is the stingiest motherfucker, said that this was an awesome match. Cool. Yeah. So, absolutely. Best feud. Now, when you think of a best feud, it has to be something that drags yeah. and that well paced where you can get immersed into the experience. Yeah. And I think this rivalry did that. And, Every single match that they had were was better and better and better, and that was Seth Rollins' edge. Okay, interesting choice. Um, I think where they started from going into the past and their first encounter was great. Mm-hmm. We were at this match live, and it got a little more personal. Yeah, but they had just had a really, really good one-on-one. I wish there was a stipulation, but we were there, and I, definitely this one was. The, this was the match that got the crowd back. Yeah. And we talked about that, too. It was just such a good match. Uh-huh. Um, they had a match on SmackDown that where it just drove the feud more. And finally, that Hell in a Cell match um, where it was almost match of the year for me. Yeah. I probably I
1: probably, probably would have done the arc between Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. It was a close— That was very for, significant. Right.
0: For me, it was a close second. The problem was is that Page left— temporarily mm-hmm. where this one really kind of did the summer really well mm-hmm. and they just had great matches so that's why I chose this one to be the feud of the year okay for me because it made sense on every level yeah best female wrestler of the year I have women's wrestling really good highs really big lows but I think this has been the best year for women's wrestling ever. Like I think human, I,
1: I'm not going to disagree with you on uh, that.
0: And there are just women's wrestlers who, women wrestlers who just put that up there. With like your Charlotte Flair's,
1: Becky Lynch. And we're not talking like, about uh, WWE or AEW, but also Ring of Honor has some great women's right, wrestling. Right, Roxy and... Um, NWA has some great women's right, wrestling. Camille, Impact Wrestling has some great women's and wrestling. Actually, actually, the winner... Was Deanna Perrazzo. I, I I agree with that. It's a very tall mountain to climb, but I think that she was, you know, she she made that title.
0: She mm-hmm. made the knockouts champion definitely mean something. Yeah. And every match that she was in was really good. Her character work, um, how she went to Mexico yeah. and won the Reya de Reyna's champion is huge and had both titles. Right. Um I wish that she still had the belt and started to collect it at other companies to really do what Austin Aries did when he was the world champion. That would have been really cool. Right. But I think with this, because this was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, a This was a title for title match, and it right. felt like that with Fabio Apache. And they had a really good match. Yeah. So… Deonna Purrazzo, definitely well-earned. Yeah. Um, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the future. Um, I think she's going to be facing Mickey James at Hard to Kill. I think in a um, – it's, it's a it's hard It's a Texas death-throat match. It's a Texas death match, yeah. So it's definitely going to be a really good start yeah. for her next year, but we'll really see, especially with the competition yep, now. Yeah, absolutely. And finally, we have to go to the Male Wrestler of the Year constantly great work mm-hmm. constantly at, at least like people go out of their way to watch this and i really look at you know not just the five stars but like i said it's that constant great right. stuff it has it's have
1: consistency great promos great matches all around right
0: and for me for me and i think it's just because of the match work and how uh this guy took a really bad situation like a very severe neck injury and created that magic where he should have won it to begin with, but they made it back, and now go to Kagi.
1: for me. Okay. I, I think he was the male wrestler of the year. An interesting choice, but I'm not going to disagree. I probably would do Kenny Omega myself. I know. Um, just I because didn't... he has had a stellar year. Um, 2021 was a great year for him, but I understand you they, know, they, they his, his match quality went down a little bit. If it was, he was, he if, was working. If it too, was, yeah. he was working too much. Yep. It's he started to
0: get a little sloppy for me. Yep. And honestly, with Shingo, there was never that sort of down for right. him. It was always great. Okay, and where he can take the never open weight champion and have it main event multiple right. big shows because it was Shingo Takagi. Right. That's why I think that's why I put him as male wrestler of the year. Nice.
1: Just in general, he's just the best. And yeah.
0: that those are all the awards.
1: Yeah. Um um so I think we can spend a couple minutes and just talk about 2021 in general a little bit. Some of the some of the good stuff, of course. Um, um you know, what was your I guess favorite just on a personal level? What what are your thoughts on um 2021 was
0: great. Yeah. I think because 2021 I think it was- was the return of fans mm-hmm. in many promotions? Um, NWA came back from the ashes to put on just stellar paper. Oh yeah, this NWA
1: year. was kind of the sleeper that yep. we thought. We thought the NWA was kind of going out the door. I was, I was, um, I was seriously, here. I was
0: seriously considering NWA to be the promotion of the year solely because they were the little engine that could. They kept coming back, you and, know. And their roster is stacked really
1: well right now. Yeah.
0: Continuously bring in. I think uh,
1: people who were, need more were, opportunities. Yeah, they were um, they were kind of knocking on death's door there for a while in twenty
0: twenty because yeah. they only had like five people, and now they're bringing in more titles. They have a yep. different system of how they're going to do things. Yep. Um, And it's just something that's really exciting with the NWA. I love it when we cover NWA shows, and people love it when we do cover NWA Um, shows.
1: I think that Triple A has really kind of improved. I mean, just for me personally as well, just because I'm a little more familiar with the product. And then there's that forbidden door. I mean, the forbidden door started this year, right. so it started we in think June. think about all of the brands that have benefited from the open door. And J P W having people going over to the United States and having that now. The, the I go- think Here's- I think a lot of it is because of the restrictions imposed in Japan. So a lot of the people from the U S can't go over there. So that's why you have people like Finn Juice, you have Bullet Club, you have all these people in Impact Wrestling. I think Impact Wrestling benefited greatly from the attention it got. And then
0: with NJPW, you know, they were kind of up and down as it relates to, like, the shows in general. And, you know, um, with Strong being as big as now, it's kind of starting to come into its own. And I think Strong is great. Uh, for me, and I think that's the best thing that New Japan did was introduce strong and right, really as an American
1: it. promotion, right? Um, and they have featured a lot of wrestlers from Impact Wrestling, from AEW, from NJ, from uh, NJP. It, it, it gives and it gives it gives people
0: uh, it gives the people who are probably going to be going to Japan when things start lifting um, an opportunity to at least showcase, right? So TJP is signed with them, ACH is signed with them. They have Tom Lawler with the as the never open weight, or the never or the strong openweight champion. Excuse right. me. Uh, there was a lot of great things there, but now I'm starting. I I'll be honest. I'm getting a little concerned because of the Omicron variant and. What's happening there, but we'll we'll really have to see a, what's going to be going right. on with
1: that. Um, but you know, uh let's talk about like I said, impact wrestling has really come into its own as well. They we went we went to a couple very, of shows very strong uh divisions just all around. Again, another another one that we thought years ago was gonna die off. Right. Um, you know, AEW of course has just put off st- put on stellar matches, stellar promos, stellar just everything and, and um, you can WWE, see the quality WWE WWE WWE's had their ups and downs. But let's talk about the ups. We talk about the downs next week. Right. Uh, definitely definitely want to talk about the women's division is just on point. They've been on point the entire their, year. Uh, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that NXT 2.0 has gone the way it's gone. I'm very happy about the the just the feel of it, I think. Right, it was a big gamble that they did, and yep. they had to
0: knock it out of the park. But introducing the people that they have, yeah, and like the presentation, just in general, it looks th- it looks good. Right, and I think it's something that needed to happen at yep. least with NXT. Um, for me, I probably would because of because it was this is a Nick Khan decision overall because they're trying to push the younger stars. I like it. Don't get me wrong but it it just was weird to let go people who are so instrumental yeah. into the structure of NXT that it was really hard and
1: but i think that they have the, they've replaced it well i think i think that they've replaced it pretty well with new stars right they're showcasing the talent they want to showcase i can kind of see the direction i kind of like the program where they um where they sign stars that are not necessarily amateur wrestlers Right, because I think there is a that's there, that's a big that is that's a niche. I think that a lot of people haven't thought about. Like, let's bring in people that are not that are not like big into wrestling. That are not indie darlings. Yeah,
0: Bron Breaker, I think played for um the NFL, didn't he? I don't know. I don't know. I know. I think he did because I know one of the Steiner brothers uh, kids was in the NFL. Anyways, so,
1: but um, but, but, I, but I agree with you. know, you. There's people who that, are like
0: track stars, and, right? basketball, basketball stars. stars it's like it gives it gives these kids at least opportunity to go into something that could be big mm. and WWE, is huge. Yeah, I mean they're making more money now than they have, and I think
1: the direction is and, good. And I think that uh, AEW is going to be the destination for the indie stars. I think so. I like think your I think indie darlings are WWE is not going to be signing people that just came out of Ring of Honor. Right, that is going to be reserved for There's the gonna be impacts the, of the world for the for the uh, um, of, of the world for the AEWs of the world. There so, was um
0: there was a what's its name um. Uh, GCW, we didn't even talk about GCW where they're making, where they've been making a lot of big moves. MLW, we didn't even put in MLW and they're making enormous moves as it relates to, um, new stuff. So so I'm really liking where everything is going. I mean, in 2022, you and I—we've been talking about maybe even introducing supercard shows into our general lineup yep. for discussion. Just, just
1: because Ring of Honor is now kind of going out the door, and
0: MLW is pretty much number one as it relates to what are we going to be covering? Because right. they've been making too many big moves, or yeah, making too many big moves, doing too many big things to ignore them at this point. Right. We would have said NWA, but with NWA, the problem is is that they only do the big pay-per-views. I don't, right. I don't particularly mind it because I think it helps them more than it hurts them. Yeah.
1: But, um, anyways, that's kind of some of the positives of uh, of what's been going just, on. just this a, year. just a,
0: a really good bounce back yeah. from a from a know, pandemic low from a, from a pandemic low to restrictions opening people back in seats and having that energy back is definitely something that's welcomed and I'm hoping that it stays that way at least
1: for the foreseeable future so anyways let us know what your thoughts now, are now wait, anyway, oh. but
0: before we go into it um if you want to talk about that more uh what about the momentum going into
1: 2022 is there are there expectations for certain companies is it really too far up in the air right now well i think we kind of talked about who's on the upswing right now and who's on the downswing um right i think the most interesting thing for us is going to be what is going to be the fate of ring of honor right at this juncture because we we know that uh, these companies are starting to poach the talents from these uh, from you know from yep. Ring of Honor's former roster, um, so I'm interested to see kind of what that's going to bring when it comes back in I'm, 2022. Right, I'm going to see what they're going to be doing. If it's going to be like a indie haven yeah. for
0: like maybe uh, temp
1: contracts, that'd right. be really cool. And and we'll see if that might if that's even a possibility. We just don't know yet. Right. You know we don't know, and and we talk a lot and about the Forbidden Door will be in its full year next year mm-hmm. as
0: well. So that's going to be another big thing. And if things start opening back up more and more as they have, we're going to start seeing your— like you're going to see a lot
1: of switching. We're going to oh, see a lot of the big stars switching, I think. Right. Oh, um, you know, like
0: New Japan and AEW, which is pretty much the biggest one because a lot of what AEW was from was from Japan, and the former president was very upset about it. So I think if, like, oh, we don't have anything for you, but they want to book you for some shows in Japan, and there's going to be a lot of talent switching. There's going to be a lot of talent switching
1: next year. And I
0: think we're going to see a lot of belts on different companies, and it's something really exciting. Mm. I'm really excited for 2022. Um, Obviously, there's going to be those ups and downs, but I think… Um, ending the year as it has, it's a very strong ending
1: to the year. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, let us know what your thoughts are. Mm -hmm. Let us know what what you think of the awards. And next week, we are going to be covering the worst of the year because that one gets more views. It does get more views. But also, if we talk about the good, we got to talk about the bad. We got to talk
0: about the bad. It just has to happen. So if you did like this, remember to like, subscribe, join us for not only next week, but for 2022. There's some things in the works, even for our show. Yes. That's definitely going to be some big time stuff. So don't miss that at all. Um, And uh, become a Patreon and watch the shows with us and get some merch and cool stuff. And as always, be majestic.